G'day, g'day guys. Now before we dive into today's show, I want to let you know that some of you may be aware that over the past eight years, I have built a substantial multifamily real estate portfolio here in the US worth over half a billion dollars. And in that time, my passive investors have received fantastic double digit returns. And now you too can invest directly into my deals for as little as $50,000. So if you're an interested investor, head over to reedgoosens.com to find out more. That's reedgoosens.com. Now back into the show. Reach out to people who are at a place where you want to be. I mean, that was something for me. I follow tons of real estate people on social media. I mean, if you're thinking in house flipping, multifamily, you want to do Airbnb land, like watch people who are doing what you want to be doing. I think there's a lot of people doing things, but different personalities stick out to different people and reach out to them. Like see, you know, if there's any way that you can help them, how they got started. Um, if you could pick their brain, anything like that. I think it's very valuable to network with people who are at a place where you want to be. Welcome to Investing in the US, a podcast for real estate investors, business owners, and aspiring entrepreneurs looking to break into the US market. Join Reid as he interviews go-getters, risk-takers, and the best in the business about their journey towards financial freedom and the sheer joy of creating something from nothing. G'day, g'day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another cracking edition of Investing in the US podcast from Los Angeles. I'm your host, Reid Goosens. Good as always to have you with us on the show. Now, I'm glad that you've all tuned in to learn from my incredible guests, and each and every one of them are the cream of the crop here in the United States when it comes to real estate investing, business investing, and entrepreneurship. Each show, I try and tease out their incredible stories of how they have successfully created their businesses here in the US, how they've created financial freedom massive amounts of cash flow and ultimately create extraordinary lives for themselves and their families. Life by design, as I like to say. Hopefully, these guests will inspire all of my cracking listeners, which are you guys, to get off the couch and go and take massive amounts of action. If these guys can do it, so can you. Now, as you know, I'm all about sharing the knowledge with my loyal listeners, which is you guys, and there's absolutely no BS on this show, just straight into the nuts and bolts. Now, if you do like this show, the easiest way to give back is to give us a review on iTunes, and you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter by searching at Reed Goosens. You can find the show wherever you podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play, but you can also find these episodes up on my YouTube channel. So head over to reedgoosens.com, click on the video link, and it will take you to the video recordings of these podcasts where you can see my ugly mug, but the beautiful faces of my guests each and every week. All right, enough out of me. Let's get cracking and into today's show. Today on the show, I have the pleasure of speaking with Savannah Arroyo. Savannah is also known to some as the net worth nurse. And as the name implies, she is a full-time registered nurse here in Los Angeles, California. But she uses her skills as a leader in the healthcare industry to help busy medical professionals create passive income through real estate investing, specifically in multifamily. Now, Savannah uses her mindset tools and goal setting to elevate herself within the healthcare system, as well as creating an incredible real estate business. And I'm super pumped and excited to have her on the show today to share her incredible story and her knowledge about what she's building and really creating that bridge between the medical industry and multifamily real estate. But enough out of me, let's get her out here. G'day, Savannah. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hi. 
Hi, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm I'm super stoked to be here. My well, so super stoked to have you here. I know we've been, I guess, sharing the same circles, going to different cool events in Texas, and um, now we finally get to connect and to meet all other Los Angeles things. I don't even know how you call local <laughs> people because I'm not from here. Um, but before we dive into the show, I would like to ask my guests the first question on every single show and rewind the clock and tell me how you made your first ever dollar as a kid. Yes. So my first job was lifeguarding and that was something I was just in swim. I competed with swimming from a pretty young age. And when it came time, when I turned 15 and was able to get a job, it was at a local pool teaching swim lessons. And did you grow up here in Los Angeles? No, I'm from Northern California up in Sacramento. Got it. Nice. Then we colder up there, right? <laughs> a little bit. No, lo- lo- love that. So tell me how you, your story, you're, you're, I talked about the net worth nurse in the introduction. You're a registered nurse, nurse today. What got you into nursing? And then we'll get into diving more into the, to the real estate in, in a little bit. Yeah, definitely. So I knew really from a high school age that I wanted to go into nursing. I had talked to people about the profession. It was something that I was really interested in. I loved how respected nurses were in the field. And so I went pretty much straight out of high school into college pursuing a nursing degree. So I graduated 2013 um, with my bachelor's in nursing. I worked in a couple different specialties within healthcare at different hospitals. And I was just naturally drawn towards leadership positions. I was taking on process improvement initiative projects and hospitals I was working at. And so pretty shortly after I went back to school and I got my master's degree in nursing leadership and administration. Since then, I've transferred down to Los Angeles, California, and right now I oversee multiple departments at a hospital here in LA. I help oversee the cath lab, GI lab, special procedures, non-invasive cardiology, so um, doing a lot of healthcare operation type stuff now. And I got into real estate really the beginning of last year, 2020. I was on maternity leave with my second daughter and knowing that I had to go back to work. And my husband and I working Monday through Friday, full-time jobs and just looking at our life and what kind of time freedom we wanted grow raising our daughters, just our current jobs didn't really provide that. And so we were like, how can we start investing our money to create some more time freedom for ourselves? And us, we were in a position since we started at our jobs that we were putting 15 to 20% of our paychecks towards our retirement accounts. And everyone congratulated for us for this, like good job. You're putting a big chunk of your money towards your retirement account. And for us, it was just so defeating and discouraging to see that much money come out of our paycheck every uh, couple weeks and know that we couldn't touch it until we were 65. Like it just didn't make sense to us. And we were like, how can we start investing our money now so that we could have some more flexibility now? And so that was when we stumbled upon real estate for obvious reasons. It's one of the best strategies out there to create that long-term wealth. And um, we started investing in single family homes, but very shortly after we switched into multifamily syndications. And that's currently what we're doing right now. That's, that's a very impressive background. And clearly I can get the sense that you're, you're a go-getter, right? You're not going to take no for an answer. So um, how has that transition been given? You know, I spoke a little bit in the green room before we press record here. How has the transition been with the family, with the full-time job, trying to create this side hustle? Because I know I've been there. I've been there personally. I, I moved to this United States without a job and with, I had, to, have a, I had to, to be here. I needed a visa and I needed a job and I need a, keep hustling and, and working on weekends. So I, I, I get the sense that it's probably the same. You're, you're in the infancy of your business. How, how is it? How, how, how's the juggling going? 
Yeah, it, it is a constant balance. That's for sure. I mean, our daughters are one and three, so they're wow. very still and very dependent on us. So um, definitely the mom guilt of even having to go back to work when I had a three month old to go back into the hospital full time, like that was very, very real. But that was a huge motivating factor in learning about red, real estate and educating myself and creating our business and launching my brand, The Net Worth Nurse, to really kind of grow this business and do something for ourselves that our family can really reap the rewards from. So um, it's definitely been a transition. It's it, we both work full time. So we're, we block our time. We're very intentional with our time. Um, you know, being a mom, working as a nurse, those, those are very sacred times for me. And then what I do with my real estate. So, you know, I work 40 hours a week at the hospital as a nurse. And when I come home from work, my husband and I are very intentional about our time with our daughters. We do dinner time, bath time, bedtime together as a family every single night. And we try to put our phones away and just be very present with our daughters. Um, really something early on, a little trick that I did was I turned off all social media notifications on my phone. So that's something I don't get when I'm with my girls. And then really when we put them to bed, it's very much like knocking off to-do list tasks on our, our real estate business. I mean, occasionally I can shoot off some emails during the day, but I set up investor calls and really everything else around my work schedule at this time. So it is yeah. a constant balance. I could imagine. And, and, and it is, you know, we've all been, or not, maybe for some people listening to this show are, are still in that grind, but it, but it's important to just pause for a second and reflect on the fact that like so many people go through this grind, right? You, you know, I've done it. You're currently in it where you, you see a, something that really ignites the fire within your belly to say, I want to do this for the next 40 years of my life because I'm going to set it up and because I want that time freedom. And in the moment, right, you get so like, oh my God, there's not enough hours in the day. I've got the kids, I've got a bath time, I've got you know, work, I've got to then go back and answer emails. And then like, I need time with my husband. Like there's just all the things that happen. And so I just want to, you know, pause and say like, it's awesome that you're, you're, you're doing it and you're starting it because it isn't, it can't be easy. I started with, I don't even have kids, right? I couldn't even imagine how tough it would be with kids. Like I've got a dog that annoys me too much, you know? So, um, but, but no, but, but kudos to you. And, and, and I want to talk a little bit now about, how you've transitioned because I have interviewed a couple of MDs on this show and around laying the little tidbits around the workplace, because I know that's really the, obviously the, the net worth nurse is what your angle you're going with. So I'm sure there's a lot of conversations around the cooler. How is that? How's that going? Yeah, that's such an interesting transition. Um, and it can be really scary talking about, I guess, anything personal life and especially real estate outside of what I do in healthcare. And so, I mean, for me, I don't ever try and push it. Like I never bring up real estate as like, you know, you guys, this is what you guys should do type thing, but it's more like, Hey, what, what did you do this weekend? Oh, I flew up to Oregon to visit one of the properties that we're looking at or, Oh, like what, what I got to take some PTO cause I got to fly up to Oregon and, and do this inspection or, you know, what are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm recording a podcast episode. So like that kind of stuff I, I casually bring up and then people are like, wait, what? Like, what are you doing with real estate? Or like, where are you going this weekend? Or like, tell me a little bit about what you do. And so there's a lot of interest there for sure. Um, or, you know, the doctors are constantly back a few months ago, they're all talking about that 
cryptocurrency craze, right? Like that was just every conversation I walked to with my doctors and staff, it was kind of talking about that stuff. And it was just like a perfect way for me to come in. Cause they'd be like, Oh, do you invest? I'm like, no way. Like real estates, that's the move you guys. And kind of tell them a little bit about what I do in real estate investing. But yeah, it's definitely, um, a little bit of a transition, but it's providing me this huge opportunity now to educate healthcare professionals on this amazing investment strategy that's out there and syndications. I mean, the majority of them have not heard of the concept. I mean, personally, I hadn't heard of it until I kind of started doing it. It's a pretty foreign topic. So it's perfect for me. And that was honestly the whole motivation behind me launching the net worth nurses. As I started capital raising, I was getting the same exact questions from investors. They didn't understand what a syndication was, didn't understand, didn't understand how they were making money as an investor. And so I, I came from a place of like, okay, I need to build some content. So I started writing blogs, doing YouTube videos, creating um, a website with a landing page where people could come and learn about what specifically I do in real estate. So definitely as the conversations grow, even in the workplace, um, I have a place now to kind of refer them to with the foundation of my material. That's, and that's so important, right? Because when you're having these, com- these, these conversations around the cooler and the elevator on the way to wherever you're going to an operation theater, uh, you, you, you're dropping the, hey, just jump on my website and, and point people back to it. It's so powerful to have uh, good content out there that people can relate to because you know in yourself what that mindset of a healthcare professional will be is like, yeah, I don't know what the freaking hell a syndication is. What's, what am, how do I make money in this thing? Like, you know, and laying it out in a certain way. So, that obviously in itself is not just someone, the average person doesn't just stumble across. Obviously I've done myself, so I know the answers to the test, but why did you decide to do, you know, build your brand and build, you know, this, this, this key person of influence status around what you're trying to do? Yeah, definitely. So after we did that first deal, my husband and I did a 12 unit, we did that first syndication deal and capital raising was, wasn't our favorite part of the process, to be honest. And so we were like, Hey, moving forward, let's partner with capital raisers. Let's do deals. We'll handle acquisitions, asset management. We'll pay, we'll partner with people who wanted capital raise. And as we started kind of having those conversations and just realizing what it took to have a real estate company and a reputation in the industry, we needed to have some sort of brand. I mean, it's, it's 2021 social media is everywhere. Like even the people don't, who don't have businesses, they have some sort of like personal brand that they're building based off what they post on social media. So for us, it was kind of like, falling back on the idea of like, okay, well, even if we partner with people, our business Willow investment group, we need to create some sort of brand. And so we kept kind of going back and forth, talking to other people and seeing kind of the perfect opportunity for me to come into the space as a nurse, um, coming in, connecting with my avatar, which is healthcare professionals and being able to share with them kind of this strategy. It was really a perfect fit. And to me, capital raising, like the biggest resistance to that for me was kind of the salesy aspect of it. Like I, I don't have sales background at all. That's just not who I am. But when I figured out that I could come to people and raise capital from a very genuine place of like, I'm a nurse, I'm the net worth nurse. I'm coming to you as a nurse, as a healthcare professional who is currently investing in real estate. And these are the type of returns that I'm getting. And these are the returns that you can get as well. Like it's such a a genuine place to come from that it makes it very easy to kind of transition into the role as a capital raiser. And so has that mindset of the fear of capital raising gone away now? Um, It's shifted for sure. I mean, I think it's very... 
uh, to be out on social media, posting personal things about you or, or being a thought leader, as they call it, is vulnerable. I mean, there's even now where I'll post want to post something and I'll just like double check it with my husband real quick. Like, what do you think about this? Like, you know, and, and you have naysayers, right? No matter what you post or being out there, but that's just what you get for kind of putting yourself out there and being like in the public eyes, like you're always going to have people that disagree. And so it kind of, it pushes you to have thick skin. Right. But that's something I've learned even as a leader in healthcare. Like I've been told, no, I've been told I can't do things. I've been told that, you know, I'll never achieve this because of this, you know? And so being able to establish that grit and that persistence and the motivation to keep going, I've been able to kind of fall back on that, that I've built through my, my professional career as a nurse. And I've been able to bring kind of some of those skills and qualities into what I'm doing now with real estate. For those of you who are interested in staying up to date with all the latest happenings in my business, or to learn more about passively investing directly into my multifamily value-add deals, then head over to readgoosens.com and sign up for my monthly newsletter. By signing up, you will automatically be notified about my new up-and-coming investment opportunities. You'll be able to stay up to date with all the latest real estate news here in the United States and much, much more. So head over to readgoosens.com and sign up today. Now, back into the show. And have you tr- transitioned your, your, your thought of being the operator now, given that like you're obviously working full time, trying to raise money, but also then trying to find deals is just another whole business in itself, right? Because I think you've realized syndication is the, the form of two businesses. It's finding deals and it's raising capital and they, they can be full-time in itself, like each, either of them. So have you decided which path you want to go down like yet, or is it still just like whatever sticks against the wall, I'm going to go. (laughs) So definitely my husband and I have split up the business. So after we did that first deal, like we did, we had a coaching mentorship program. We were going through that, that program together. Um, We did that first syndication deal side by side. We were on every broker phone call together. We were on the phones with lawyers together, investor calls with the lenders, um, property management teams. Like my husband and I went through that first deal side by side, learning all aspects of what it takes to acquire a multifamily syndication and how to run it. And then after we did that deal, the second one came pretty quickly after. And at that point, my husband and I split up the business. So now he is in charge of acquisitions and asset management. So he has all the conversations with the brokers, with the property managers, he's running the deal. And then I'm now in charge of the marketing and the investor relations and the capital raising. And yeah, we have, we're kind of in our own lanes now working on separate parts of the business. Yes, we have to come together because, you know, as he's going now making offers on deals, he's checking in with me, how much capital do you have raised? You know, as, as I'm communicating to my investors of like what their returns are and kind of updates on the property, I'm relying on his asset management to kind of update me on what I can update the investors with. So we work together, but, um, we've kind of split it up how we have. Sure. And what size deals are you trying to hunt for now? Um, given you said you mentioned a 12 unit deal early on and you've done a second one. Uh, what size is that? And, and, and where, where are you looking to go? 
Yeah, we did a uh, 12, 24, 18. We're putting um, out offers. We might be under contract today for a 20 unit. We're kind of staying in a, a smaller uh, realm. It, we've kind of hit a sweet spot with our broker. We got all three of those deals with the same broker. Um, we're raising our capital and operating them kind of within ourselves. Like we're definitely open to partnerships and we network with so many people in the real estate space to potentially seek out um, uh, partnerships. But because we, we invest out of state, so understanding your market is so, so important. And having that team built over there is huge for us. So we have that already built in Oregon and we've kind of just been rolling with the deals. Um, after we did our third one within like six months, I was like, okay, Hey, can we push the brakes for a little bit? I need to kind of build my brand a little bit more, do be a little bit more strategic about content creating and, and what I'm doing with that. And so we took a little bit of a break, but, um, we are now putting out offers for our next deal. Awesome. Awesome. And you, you mentioned partnering with people. And I think I've seen you partner with a couple of people. I don't know if this is correct, but have you partnered with other syndication syndicators uh, in raising capital for, for them at this stage? I have not. I oh, have not. Okay. Got it. Okay. Maybe, maybe I'm, I misread the, someone told me, told me something. Um, transitioning a little bit into the role of being a woman, right? And I want to talk about that in the real estate space because I don't, I don't have a lot of women on the show. It's the male dominated. I think you were at a networking event that I was at pretty recently and there wasn't a ton of women there, right? How has it been given all we talked about the being the mum, being the nurse, being, you know, the, the, the face of this business, then t- put on top of that being, you know, female in a very male dominated industry. How, how have you navigated that? And, and, and what, are, what are you seeing? Um, you know, how, can, how can the industry change when more females getting involved in the leadership roles and, and being head syndicators and stuff like that? Yeah, I love that you asked that because it is so real and maybe not addressed enough, even if it is like very apparent. Like you said, you go to an event and you see all men there, not a lot of women. So even in my healthcare career as a leader in healthcare, I mean, a lot of nurses are women, right? But moving into leadership roles, it is a drastic difference. Like I'll go hold conferences or be with with. 20 surgeons in the room, 99% of them are male and I'm helping them with planning and operations and implementing new projects. It is, it has started to shift over the last few years, but I'm, I'm used to being in that space. Um, for coming into real estate, it was a little bit intimidating for sure. I was attending masterminds and meetups where I think one of the first masterminds I attended, I was the only female, there was like 10 other guys on the mastermind call and I was at the time we were investing in new build townhomes and I was just kind of sharing what I was doing and what like my husband and I were doing. And I was on the call and there was this guy on the call that just like blasted me. Like, like this, that sounds like a scam. What you're doing sounds like a bad idea. Like you need to have someone fly over there and like check out the property for you. Cause like you're probably putting in your money. So, and I was just like, so taken back. And I, I remember it made me kind of second guess myself. Right. Like mm. I got off the call and I was talking to my husband. I'm like, like, what the hell? Like, you know, and now since I've been in the space, this has happened to me a few other times with mm. other instances, you know, people will just kind of share their opinions. And to me at first it was like, Oh man, I'm the only girl on this mastermind call. But now I've kind of reframed it. It was like, hell yeah, I'm the only woman on this mastermind call. I do stand out because I'm the only woman, you know, and right. it gives me the opportunity, like 
even for speaker events or like you said, for podcasts, like I've talked to people who are like, Hey, I'm trying to get more women on the call, like on these calls. Can you come and jump on or events and stuff where people are like, I need a, a woman speaker. Can you come in and speak at it? And so it, there is opportunity there. I think it just takes shifting your mindset of like, Ugh, I'm the only woman on the call to like, hell yeah, I'm the only woman on the call. Should have told that dude, thanks for mansplaining to me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for your opinion, brah. <laughs> I felt, uh-huh. Well, but I, I guess it's also very interesting with the, when I'm, when I'm thinking out loud, you speak about surgeons and nurses, right? Like I'm not a nurse, but my, society has brought us up. Most females are nurses, right? Like that's, that's what you think as a kid, but that's not necessarily true. And neither is being a surgeon, neither is being a real estate investor, neither is being a, a lead syndicator. All that stuff is bogus. And we just, you know, we're living in the 21st century for crying out loud. Like we need to get over that sort of stuff, but it's awesome that you're championing the being the woman in the space and, and take and grabbing it with your foot with two hands and, and running with it. Cause I think that is, that's the only way to make the change, right. Is to, is to be the flag bearer is to be like shine that torch for the other people who, who you want to inspire your daughters essentially. So, um, so awesome stuff. Um, what, what, what is, what's the plan now as you grow, what are you, what are you doing over the next couple of years to, to continue to grow the business is can I even ask the question? Is there W2 on the, on the end, we can cut this part out. <laughs> <laughs> Most mornings I wake up and I'm like, man, I could really do this nursing thing part time. Um, not going to lie. I'll like hop on social media or something at the end of the day and I'll see all these real estate people that are putting out amazing content. And I'm just like, why? Like, I wish I could had the time to commit to doing real estate full time. But, um, you know, I, I love my job. I'm continuing to climb the corporate ladder in the healthcare world. Um, you know, I got my master's degree. It was something I've always been really motivated on for sure. Um, the goal is to definitely get my husband to leave his W2 job a little bit sooner so we can, you know, really... Uh, he is a broker, insurance broker, benefits broker for companies. So he stays busy doing that. And he's an account manager. So he's really good at asset management because he's constantly communicating with clients. So uh, the goal is to kind of get him to trans- transition out of that sooner. Uh, we're always looking for deals, continue to keep doing that. Um, I'm working on a, a new project uh, with my uh, net worth nurse brand. I'm thinking I'm going to be co-writing a book with someone soon, uh, specifically for passive investing for healthcare professionals. So I'm really excited about that, hoping to get that out over the next six months. Um, so that's going to be kind of my main thing. I hosted my first in-person meetup uh, last weekend in LA. So I want to continue to do those monthly. I think there's just so much power in networking. And that was something that even when I first got started real estate investing and my husband and I did the single family homes, like when you're doing that route, you can kind of get by just doing your own thing and not, not collaborating, but in the multifamily world, it's when you start creating relationships with other syndicators, um, capital raisers, operators, just people in the space, it's just such a fulfilling community in terms of people sharing resources. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been struggling with something like designing my website or doing a um, kind of a worksheet or a lead magnet. And I reach out to other operators and I'm like, Hey, what'd you do for this? Or I liked how you did that. Or what investor portal are you using? And people sharing their tips and tricks and sharing their resources. It's such a powerful thing to network in the community. So, um, really just continuing to do that. 
That's awesome. And is there any big goals for assets under management or anything like that? Uh, number of doors, uh, net worth, and <laughs> like the net worth nurse. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, my, my husband and I, we got, we sat down when we first started investing and got very specific on our why. So we made a five-year goal of this is where we need to be. We want to be waking up at this place, doing, um, communicating with this, these people. And so we got very specific of like how much money we need to be making every month in five years and kind of backtracked like, okay, this is what we need to be doing at three years. This is what we need to be doing at one year. And kind of it, when we did that, it laid out a blueprint of really what we need to be doing on a regular basis to get to our, our goals. So um, we are, we have those kind of vision for ourselves that we're going to keep uh, working towards. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Any advice out, out there for people who are in the similar situation as yourself, listeners to the show who um, you know, are in that space right now, are in the W2, are in the grind, have the kids any any advice for them right now yeah for sure know your why i mean that's for me at the end of the day where my husband and i like i mean even yesterday our daughter <laughs> my three-year-old hands it to me she hands it to me at bedtime you would not believe so i'm like man, I, this is stressful too much. And then, you know, my husband and I just bounce you of like, we, this is, we're already making amazing progress in the last couple of years. Like we keep at it. This is where we want to be. This is, is short term. We won't be working full-time jobs five years from now. And so really bouncing back on that of like the time's going to pass anyways, put in the work now it'll reap way better rewards than if we were to not even do it. Um, so really get specific about your why. And then I guess I would say to reach out to people who are at a place where you want to be. I mean, that was something for me. I follow tons of real estate people on social media. I mean, if you're thinking house flipping, multifamily, you want to do Airbnb land, like watch people who are doing what you want to be doing. I think there's a lot of people doing things, but different personalities stick out to different people and reach out to them. Like see, you know, if there's any way that you can help them how they got started, um, if you could pick their brain, anything like that. I think it's very valuable to network with people who are at a place where you want to be. No, I, I love that. And I think what I, I took away just then was being present in the moment and not getting so stressed about the little things, right? Okay. About when your daughter does hand it to you, like understanding that this will, this time, this shall pass, right? This will pass and <laughs> the stress, the stress will, 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 will come off eventually. So that, that is, that is really, really awesome. Um, at the end of every show, I like to ask us to get into the top five investing tips. You ready to get into it? Yes, let's do it. Uh, what is the number one, so the question I wanted, what is the number one habit you practice to keep on track towards your goals? lists. So definitely keeping a running to-do list of things you need to do and crossing them out. Um, I always, I have lists that I'll like scan every morning of like what I need to get done during the day. And if I knock it out, it helps you prioritize things for sure when it's written down. No, 100%. I'm actually writing down as we speak the, the interview. So I can, I can, uh, I can remember to re read it back when I, when I sum it up. Uh, question number two, who's made the most influential person in your career to date? Oh, probably I would say, um, my husband and really just the support of going through it together and planning out a future together, the inspiration and the motivation and the support and just overall, um, idea of where we want to be together. That's just really been the biggest piece. Oh, that's nice. What's your, what's your husband's name? Lupe. Lupe. Lupe, <laughs> if you're listening in, mate. 
you're, you're the number one. So well done. Uh, question number three, who is, what's the most influential tool in your business? When I say tool, it could be a physical tool like a notepad or it could be a piece of software that you can't run, whether it be in your W2 job or in the real estate business, you can't run the business or your life without. Oh, okay. Google calendar for sure. But I'm going to say, um, I just got an investor portal and that was something that I took a long time to pull the trigger on because I just didn't think I needed it. But now that I have it, it's the most amazing thing. It keeps track of all my investors. I can send out emails to them. You can raise capital on them. You can do distributions on it. Um, so that I use invest next. I just onboarded with them a couple months ago. It's been amazing. Invest I've not heard of this so much as a, I am I'm, I'm on investor deal room, but yeah, that's, that's a, it's a good one. It's changed the industry a lot in the last sort of five years. There was nothing around when I first started. It was just like DocuSign and right. you know, Dropbox. Yeah, I hope, hope, <laughs> hope no one hacks my, my Dropbox. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Uh, question number four, in one sentence, what has been the biggest failure that you've learned in your career so far? And, and, and you know, what, did, what are the takeaways? To double check your references, even if they're referral, just to double check and have multiple conversations. Um, so, I mean, for us early on, we had a contractor who said that he was going to be able to do something to one of our buildings and approached us, said he was going to do it, said he could do it. And then when it came time to pull permits, he was not able to do it. And a large part of our business plan was based on that, that piece. And it was very discouraging to think that a contractor with 30 years experience was leading us down this rabbit hole. Um, mm -hmm. but it did happen. And so continuing to vet out people, even if they're professionals and experienced is huge. Yeah, no, you can't take them as face value. You always got to take those references because people can uh, talk the talk, but they sometimes can't walk the walk, which is really, particularly in, in general contractors, they just love to pull the wall over your eyes. So, yeah. 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 All right. Last question is where can people reach you to continue the conversation? They want to be in your sphere. Where do they go? Yes. The net worth nurse. So you can find me under the net worth nurse on all social media handles, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. My website is thenetworthnurse.com, and I love connecting with people. So if anything I've said has been remotely interesting, please reach out. I would love to connect. Awesome stuff. Well, speaking about remotely industry, I want to thank you so much for taking some time out of to jump on this show. I just want to reflect some of the things that I took away from today's show. I think your first and foremost, you, you've got your energy in terms of what you, you can do attitude and you're not going to, not going to stop until you be successful. So that's really, really awesome. But the challenging of being a mom, being a nurse, being, being a wife, being a partner, but also starting a business, it, it, it is tough. I, uh, we've, I've been there, a lot of the listeners have been there and it's just nice to sort of, you know, have, a, have an episode every once in a while going back to remembering those old days of like, Oh gosh, I'm so glad I don't have a W2 anymore. Cause I don't know how, even in my business today, I'm like, there's not enough hours in a day and I do it full time. <laughs> so I need, I need a team now. Um, so th th that's really important. I think also talking about how you, you touch on earlier the mum guilt. I think that's probably really, really important that, that you, you recognize that, but you have the pause to spend time with your husband, spend time with your kids. Um, but also then talking about how like you're in, a, in an industry that isn't full of a lot of women and trying to be the flag bearer and, and, and own it and, and take it to the next level. Cause you're going to inspire the next generation of real estate investors. So, um, so, well done. Um, did I leave anything out? No, you nailed it. Good awesome notes. Stuff. Awesome <laughs> stuff. Well, look, thank you so much uh, for jumping on the show. Enjoy the rest of your week and we'll catch up very, very soon. Thank you. Well, there you have another cracking episode jam pack with some incredible advice from Savannah. And if you do have any questions for her, remember it's the net worth nurse 
on all social media platforms and networthnurse.com. Please reach out to her if you have any questions. She is a wealth of knowledge and also really, really um, you know, awesome with her time. And she will reach out back out to you, I'm sure. I want to thank you all again for taking some time out of your day to tune in to continue to grow your financial IQ. That's we're all about here on the show. If you do want to know anything about my stuff, please head over to rudegoosens.com. You can follow me on social media. And if you do like this show, the easiest way to give back is to give it a five-star review on iTunes. And we're going to do this all again next week. So remember, be bold, be brave, and go give life a crack.